We're about to light up season three of Drifter's Sympathy on Feral Audio. Episode one is called Dawn of Individuation, which rolls the clock back to right when you decide who you want to be and the kinds of early decisions that, for better or worse, completely mold the rest of the shape of your life. Episode two is going to be called Loner Legends, sort of an attempt to define who the underdog really is and their role in history and culture and art. Season three drops on October 23rd. This is Emil Amos. Check out Drifter Sympathy on feralaudio.com. Donnie Jeffco here, coming at you with a big backflash, Snapdragon hot tooth stepping in, getting the rent tint in, hole ready in time to see. What? Happy Halloween. Yeah, what's up, Johnny? This is Donnie Jeffco here, your announcer here for Twisting the Wind. Uh, just kind of stepping in, giving you a top of the show update. We're blasting past, uh, we're blasting past summer. It's pretty much been straight up liquefied down the drain. Jenica, she's got this new lipstick she's super into. It's called Jazzed. I don't get it, man. It's like back when I was growing up, jazz was something like, uh, 
like a like a music and stuff, not like a fucking lipstick. Uh, but whatever, man. Things are cool. We're we're getting uh, new tires for the van. We're gonna take it up to Zion and do some mudding. It's gonna be freaking rad. But you are listening to Twisting the Wind with Johnny Pemberton. I'm gonna toss it back over to him. All right, dude. Take care. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Twisting the Wind. Thank you, Donnie, for that lovely little intro there. I really appreciate you. You're like this, such a you're like a son to me, but you're not a son. You're more just like a guy, like a dude. Uh, this is Twisting the Wind with Johnny Pemberton. I am Johnny Pemberton. You are listening to my voice over over. Uh, it's it's been laying down to eighth 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 inch. Is it eighth inch? Or is it is it eight eight inch? The tape. 8-inch? I guess we're doing some sort of weird thing now. We're using 8-inch tape. It's this really, it's really wide tape. It's like a, it's like a wide as a, like a couple of baby shoes, actually. And uh, so we're getting a full frequency bandwidth here that's being, um, you know, we're recording to tape, but we're having it mixed down into mono and put on an MP3. So it's kind of ironic that we're spending so much time recording onto this really super, super high quality, like quadruple Albini mega sound drum. Um, it looks like a drum. It's round, but it's, it's flat like a drum head skill set. Uh, we're just going to mix it into mono. Um, but thanks for being here. Thanks for stepping in. Thanks for getting, uh, getting your ears wet in this, uh, in this old dip shack. <laughs> Uh, I did laugh at that, but I didn't really laugh. It's like a something, you know, sometimes it's like, yeah, and it was funny and you pushed a laugh, but then it's like, you know, I think I probably said dip shack before. If I haven't, then, well, it'll, it'll go on the, it'll go on the side bucket probably. Listen to me before you go on any further. Okay, sure. You must know what we are about. Okay. What we are beginning. What we have to offer you before you step out into the wild land where you cannot be reclaimed. Sounds good. Do know this first. Do come to this understanding. And do it now. Do it quick with the front of your mind. With a place importance upon what is about to be said. All right, listen here now, my friends. I want to talk to you about something called nightchannels.com. What is that? What is nightchannels.com? Is that like a new social media interaction point? Is it? Well, it kind of is in a way. Nightchannels.com. I'm going to stop saying the .com on this because it's unnecessary. Is a company that makes by far the most amazing psychedelic witch bent t-shirts on the face of the gosh dag planet okay i'm talking about oh i can't even talk in a southern accent to talk to you about it this is our new sponsor nightchannels.com or <laughs> i keep saying .com night channels it's night channels Ugh, i'm just going to say doc i'm going to do that joke uh, .com uh, .com can i get a coffee.com please <laughs> uh, that's the opposite of night channels night channels is an amazing website that sells the absolute greatest film music and occult related t-shirts on the earth sphere it is incredible then the best thing about night channels Okay, for one, they have absurd taste. And this is, uh, I, I'm saying this, right? You've, if you've listened to the podcast before, you know that this is a podcast of deeply refined taste and a, and a very highly specialized, psychedelic, noisy, 
netherworld occult realm. But we're not, I'm, not, I'm not talking about crap on here that's that is easy to find or or convenient or just just mediocre. Okay, you know that. That's why you're here. And the such is night channels. It's the only. I mean, this is there's a reason I haven't really promoted anything in the podcast. It's because nothing is as good as this. And I'm talking about. Oh, it's, it's hard to even describe, really. They make all, like, half of the bands on here are bands that I've talked about and when I first started talking about music on the podcast because it's stuff where it's like, how can I not talk to people about the band Can? Or Yellow Magic Orchestra, which is the intro music I use for half the podcast. Um, Tortoise, Super Chunk, Death in June, This Heat. I haven't even talked about This Heat on the podcast. The Fall, Television, Talking Heads, The Fucking Soft Boys, Slint. Oh my God, I can't really... They have so many fucking t-shirts in here, it's ridiculous. These are all super one-of-a-kind, unique unique uh, designs you really won't see anyplace else. Uh, the Jesus Lizard. Jah, wow. I just keep seeing all these shirts I want to get myself. I'm looking at their website right now, Factory Records. And this is just the music stuff. I'm just, just talking about the music. They also have a whole section with uh, with film t-shirts because I know a lot of people out there like film. Well, hell yeah. I like film. I also like music and I love the occult. Oh. If you go to nightchannels.com, that's nightchannels.com, N-I-G-H-T-C-H-A-N-N-E-L-S.com, and you type in hands branch <laughs> hands branch into the promo box section that's h a n d s b r a n c h you will get a 15% off at nightchannels.com off all these goddamn there's just so many i mean i'm i'm just browsing i'm just browsing right now so many one of my favorite t-shirts of all time is a television personality shirt that i got from Nightchannels.com. I wear it all the time. I wear it when I have to make a public appearance someplace. And I want to be like, this will throw them for a loop. This will jink them. I do that because it's just the greatest. And that's the great thing about Nightchannels.com. This is the kind of, these are the kind of shirts that you make friends with. I firmly believe that. That was a thing that I relied on for at least the first half of my life. I feel like most of my friends I got in places where I was new to some place is you just you put that t-shirt on that represents your taste completely and the next thing you know you just sit back and wait for that fucking tractor beam to pull in the freaks and the weirdos and the people who like that same thing and you're gonna be friends that's how it works if you like the same stuff you're gonna figure out to get away get along in the same sort of bandwidth of the universe so that's what I oh that's why that's why Night Channels is great. Is they have so many. They have such a niche product here. No one else is making any of these T-shirts with any of these any of these film items or music items or occult items printed upon them so gloriously. Hands Branch in the promo box of NightChannels.com. You will get fifteen percent off. Here's the other cool part about Night Channels. I know a lot of you people out there are into doing stuff. They have an affiliate program. They have an affiliate program similar to Feral Audio to where if you are able to do what I'm doing right now with people that you know, you can also get money and free merchandise and or merchandise from nightchannels.com. How good is that, huh? How good is that? So what do you do? Hello? Hello? Oh, it's, that was my voice echoing my voice. Gosh. Go to nightchannels.com. 
browse all the t-shirts, occult, music, film, all said such, any interesting, all types, purchase many. And when you do, you put Hands Branch, H-A-N-D-S-B-R-A-N-C-H into the promo box and you will get 15% off. They accept Visa. They accept MasterCard. They accept Discover. They accept American Press. They accept PayPal. They accept all five of those verified payment form sources. Go to nightchannels.com and check it out for Twisting the Wind Hands Branch promo code and get yourself some body covering gear. That's going to be the best thing that you ever did. I gotta be honest, I would prefer it be rain than it be tears. <laughs> uh, call me crazy. Call me a, a none such Sally. Call me an, an old an old buddy from a guy you didn't meet, know till you had a lunch with him. But I, I'm kind of a guy who wants it to be, um, you know, tear. I want it to be rain, not tears. So. Hey, man, do you want to hear like a really crazy, horrible sound? Uh I guess so. Is this is this you making the sound? No, it's uh well, it's a friend of mine who does like special music sound effects. He does like tape audio effect laydowns. Okay, uh, is it really loud or something? Yeah, it's pretty loud. So I'm gonna play it here right now, right now, real quick. Uh, you could turn it down a little bit, but it won't. I'll make it so it's not super loud. Okay, here it is. <laughs> Uh, wow. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Thanks for that one. I could have died in a barn tonight. It must have been because of the hay. <laughs> oh, that is the truth, isn't it? Uh, we're peeking a little bit here. Uh, peeking for the weekend. Let that deer inside my Greek friend. He's open up on the backside. He lets those deers in. He likes to play with deer. Uh, so sue me. So sue me. Seriously. Um, so sue me. Is that your Japanese friend? <laughs> just kidding hey uh wow you know what just happened like literally just happened i'm talking about we're in the moment a a fucking cork tile fell off the wall uh-huh you know those little cork tiles you get you make like a make like a bulletin board you can take any wall make it a bulletin board well guess who's done that uh your your boy your boy right here did that shit dog your boy i'm your boy holler at your boy Holler at your boy, it's me, I did it. Holler at your boy. Um, That just fucking happened just now. So just letting you know we're super in the moment here in TTW, a.k.a. Hands on the Branch, a.k.a. the Executive Buffet. Uh, if you didn't know already, um, it is a solo episode. Guess you didn't know by now. 
what is that? What's the old saying? What's the rap saying? The thing, uh, um, like they always do about this time. No, that's a that's a Dre rap. That's the uh, that's the Chronic, right? That's the Chronic. That's the Dre. I'm just trying to get you. How are the levels? The levels good? Because you know it's 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 hot some places. It's spooky others. I want to get the uh, reflectors on here. I'm gonna put the reflector on here because it's just we're getting a uh, there. You go. The bounce is different now. We've got an elemental bounce we're working with instead of a, a Kargushian bounce. But uh, the elements are good. We're lining up uh, a full a full night of uh, shows and a full a full functioning uh, party bus. It's, <laughs> what's up, dude? It's a fully functioning party bus. I was going to say, uh, um, oh, it, that's the rap phrase. Y'all, re- y'all already know. You know, I'm telling you something, but I don't need to tell you that because I'm fucking famous. Y'all already know. Y'all already know. I don't even know what I was going to say. Y'all already know. Oh, I think I know what I was going to say. I did say it. Y'all already know this is Twisting the Wind. It's TT Dubs. It's uh, the Hands on the Branch. It's the Executive Buffet. It's the Hot Zone. It's the Wish Contender. It's old boy Jackson running up, down, sword jumping, back through the flip that he just created. He's doing a reversal into the flip, back through it. Uh, Okay, because I don't want to make it a long story. Um, also known as making it brief. I'm a gardener. You know this if you're a listener. If you're actually, if you're actually like the good person, I know you are. Like I'm envisioning all the all the sweetheart, wonderful men and women I've met uh, on my travels, and you've been like, oh yeah, this is good. That's good. I like when you do that thing. When you did this and you talked about that, that was cool, cool. Uh, so yeah, that's who I'm talking to. If you're not that person then maybe you will become that person in this process. But really, this whole process is all about that same process. Not like this is some specific part where like, oh yeah, this is the part that does the thing that we all wanted to do. So uh, that being said, gardening, God, it's a fucking thing. Here in California, we're so lucky. It's absurd. It really is. We have a winter here. Well, <laughs> we used to, that is, have a winter here that provided such fabulous growing opportunities that it's just it's ridiculous you can you can be a you can be a dumb jack you can be a real fart medicine weird hot weird hat sorry and uh grow just about anything in the winter here because it's just perfect we get a good amount of rain good amount of heat and sun to hit the germination i mean you're not gonna not gonna be growing like okra and stuff in the winter but you can grow all this beautiful herbage and peas and lettuces and brassicas and all this stuff that just explodes here. It's awesome. The winter garden in California is just marvelous. If I were you, find a way to come to California for the winter and do a garden. <laughs> yeah, just move here and do a garden for the winter. Okay, thanks. Uh, so I, I've been traveling a whole bunch 
the summer. All really good stuff, except for my trip to Minnesota to have a pouchoscopy done, which I'll talk about another time, or maybe I won't talk about it at all. I don't know. Sometimes I'm just like, I don't know if I want to talk about that, because it's not not because I'm embarrassed. It's just more like, ugh. I don't know. I just sometimes some certain certain things are uh, abyss related, and like why? Well, you know, I don't know. Maybe I should talk about it, but we'll talk about it another time. So I, I've been back. I'm back in town here for the first good piece of time all summer, and it's just in time for to establish my winter garden. And my my fucking my plots in the community garden across the street, they are in disarray. They are weed filled with this fucking Bermuda grass. Which is, I've talked about Bermuda grass multiple times on this podcast. It is a fucking witch claw. It's, it's terrible. It's hideous. So, it's hideous. I think, did I say it that way? It's hideous. Oh my god, it's, Bermuda grass is hideous. Oh my god, it's hideous. It's bad. So I, I break my back. I don't literally break my back, but I fucking pull my back somehow digging and pulling and yanking all these fucking weeds up because I'm doing that thing where I'm going nuts. Instead of, instead of just being like a chill guy who weeds, like, yeah, you just, you take the time it takes. You just, you just go slowly and evenly and there's no point in rushing because there's no, there's no, you don't get anything out of it. There's no time is, time is uh, not an ownership thing. It's a, it's a constant in the universe and we have no, like instead of being chill, like a, like a chill gardener guy, like Chauncey Gardner or something, I'm out there. Uh, I'm the worst. Like I, I'm looking at myself above. I'm hovering above myself right now as I'm weeding. I'm like, what the fuck is that guy doing? He's like standing up, bent over at the waist, pulling up these fucking Bermuda grass weed root vine rhizomes, like he's like they're fucking his enemies or something. Instead, of just. <sighs> it's just not, there's a reason I hurt my back badly is because I was going too hard on the weeding because I had been out of town for so long I was just like fucking gardening getting back into it so that happened but that's that's neither <laughs> that's neither here nor there it's actually totally here and totally there at the same time <laughs> it really is it's here and it's there because it's a story that I'm telling here that's about there uh, so it is here <laughs> it is here and there that's a good counter. Next time someone says something that's neither here nor there, and just be like, "Wait, but where where are we then?" It's like where we're here. Well, well, there you go. So it's at least here. And if it's not there, if it's not here, if it's not there, where is it? Because it's got to be here. <laughs> but then that's all. It also it begs the question. At what point do you stop being here? At what point do you start being there? Like it's got to be a gray. It's a sliding scale, right? You're not just either here or there. Like it's neither here nor there, or I guess it's got to be every. It's everywhere, right? It's neither here nor there. That are, when someone says it's neither here nor there, they mean we are all one vibrating single piece of the universe that works together. We're just different sort of tendrils attached to the same mother host vibratron. I think that's what they mean by when they say that's neither here nor there. When you're talking about like oranges, when you're at a soup restaurant. Either way, uh, the gardening thing. So I'm out there. I'm 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 dead set to get back into my winter garden. I'm gonna fucking grow some stuff. I go to the garden store. They know me there. They're pretty cool with me. You know, it's like they 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 know my first name. I I could give them a headshot. I really could. I could give them a signed headshot, and they would put it up. Haven't done it. Will do it eventually. They don't cut me any deals, which is what you're supposed to do with celebrities. Maybe they do. I don't notice it. 
because I don't nothing's priced there. Maybe it is priced. I don't know. I'm blinded by the uh, the beautiful greenness of everything and, and just ooh, maybe I grow this. Maybe I grow this. But I buy six bags of dirt. Maybe seven. I buy. I you know I'm, I'm not fucking around. Like I got to raise the level of my soil in my boxes to be higher so I can just just so it's better. You know, I need, need, to put, need to put some new good stuff in there. I put I put a bunch of uh, some good proprietary fertilizer blend in there about a few weeks ago, which is the stuff from this great uh, guy, Jimmy Williams. He has a great book called Seed to Skillet in which he uh, details this great fertilizer blend. It's incredibly expensive to make it, but you can make a ton of it and it lasts a long time. And it just, I'm telling you, I've like... It works. I've had people. Oh, I mean, I've grown some fucking hot shit from that. I think it's all because of that fertilizer blend. So, keeping with that high quality, I'm getting some good dirt. I'm gonna get. I'm spending ten, twelve dollars a bag. Get some good stuff to fill up my level of soil and have a real rich, good, 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 good in there. I go there and I, I'm working the soil. I pull the weeds out and I add all the bags. I add three bags to one box. I'm going to add three bags to the next, but I'm tired. I'm tapped out. Back hurts. Overdone it. Too overzealous with the weeding and everything, being Mr. fucking gardener freak boy. So I leave the other three bags of this very nice soil in my other box. Leave them in there. This is a community garden. It's a pretty, pretty chill place, community gardens are. They're not exactly crime scenes. Um, but maybe I just tipped the hat a bit too much by saying crime scene. Because when I came back the next day to the garden, what do I notice? But those bags, they're gone. The soil bags I bought are fucking gone. Somebody fucking stole them. Okay, I'm thinking, okay, first, maybe, hmm, maybe someone didn't steal, maybe someone just some idiot, other community gardener person, some old abuela, like there's a lot of old grandmas in there, and they just like thought, oh, this is uh, for everybody, and I'll use it, right? <sighs> Not the case. I go around every plot carefully with like nighttime with a light, and I'm I'm checking deep. Like I'm pretty... I'm, I'm pretty abreast of who's growing what and what's going on there. I would notice if someone suddenly added three fucking beautiful bags of, of fresh soil. Like it has a certain smell because it's a certain brand. Like everything, smell is a big a big component of that sort of shit, right? Not that not not that shit, but smell is a. I check. It's not there. No one no one took this stuff and added it to their plot. So someone jumped the fucking fence or the wall. Came in there and stole, stole bags of dirt. And they also stole, uh, this has been going on, I, I found out later, this has been going on a whole bunch. Someone stole uh, the umbrella from the uh, picnic table in there. Someone stole some big fucking metal sign that this guy, there's some artist named Bill, he makes these incredibly beautiful giant metal signs for the garden. They weigh a ton. They're, I mean, I'm talking about the one we have in there probably actually weighs literally a, a ton. And he made a second one. Someone fucking jacked that. So there's some fucking Yahoo motherfucking cunt machine bastards who are stealing the most... <laughs> they're stealing... Not only stealing stuff that's of a low value, but stuff that weighs a lot. You're stealing bags of dirt. When I first saw that, I like... it was I was so fucking pissed... I didn't even know what to do. Like I'm, I'm like just fucking, I'm lunatic. Uh, it's like I'm, I'm, I'm beyond anger. I'm more just white behind the eye. Oh my fucking god! 
How how dare you? I just suddenly felt unclean. And if that if that happens there, God, what the fuck is wrong with people? Stealing dirt, bags of dirt from my community garden. Like the effort, just the sheer effort alone makes me think, I swear to God, this is what gets me. I feel like this is some sort of a weird vendetta. I don't know. Because here's the other thing that happened. Okay, that's the crime scene, right? This dirt's missing. But inside my box, inside my garden box, my mom sends me all kinds of stupid crap. Like, she sends me crap. She's getting older, so she sends me crap in the mail. Sometimes it's not so much crap, but it's like something nice that I have no use for. Like a like a weird ceramic handmade bird feeder type thing that is very breakable and hangs off of like a leather lanyard. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just like hang this in the tree or something. I don't know what to do with this. It's really nice, but I don't have no use for it really. One of the things you sent me was this really nice handmade birch. <laughs> it's a fucking birch bark birdhouse. It's got little like little like jeweled rocks set into it it's really nice it's something where if you were <laughs> it's it's like too nice for a bird kind of thing but either way i have no place to put it in a house or on our house or near a house where a bird can use it so i put it up in the community garden i put it up on this little perch this little tier behind this big metal sign that says the garden and it's been there for two years at least it's been sitting there I don't think any birds used it because there's no it's not high enough out of the way whatever it's it's someplace it's okay I, same time I see this fucking missing soil, the lack of these soil bags, I also see that little birdhouse is in my plot. Someone put it there. Someone put it in the fucking garden box. So I'm thinking now, this is connected. There's some person, I'm coming in here to this garden, dead set on terrorizing me. This is some sort of weird fucking subtle, non-aggressive terror. This is this is a homeland ISIS shit. I don't, but maybe they're not gonna. I don't even know. Maybe I'm hoping now, now that I've had a little bit of time and distance to to think about this, to contextualize it. Maybe that's a coincidence that the birdhouse was in there at the same time. It fell off, and someone knew. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to think more now that maybe, yes, it didn't have anything to do with that soil being stolen. But either way. Either way, all I, know, all I want to say is this. What the fuck are you doing stealing my dirt, motherfucker? That's for sure. The, deprav- the depravity, the depravity, the depravity, the depravity of that whole situation. It's really just, when you pull back, when you zoom out, it's just sad. Oh my God, what the fuck? Maybe you need that dirt, baby. Baby, do you need that dirt? I hope you do. I hope you do. But I tell you what, it's not going to stop me from doing is buying a, a whole bunch more of that dirt and uh, setting up a trap for you, asshole. Okay. What I'm going to do is I'm going to carefully open up one of those bags of dirt, empty the dirt, and fill it up with about three or four weeks of German Shepherd shits. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to fill it up with all my dog shit. I'm going to float it with dog shit. And uh, seal it up perfectly. It's going to be a perfect seal. I don't care if I have to fucking go buy an industrial plastic sealer and then return it or something just so I can get a perfect seal. And then you're going to steal that bag of dirt, baby. And you're going to have a bag of shit. So, But also, there's also, what if it's just a terror? What if it's just a fucking terror thing and they don't, they don't, they're not even using the dirt? They're just stealing it to spite me. 
In that case, it will have all been for naught. So maybe instead I was thinking I can get one of those, uh, I read about something how you can put a prepaid cell phone in something to use it as a tracking device, like a GPS tracking device. So maybe just to step it up a notch, I'll put a fucking prepaid cell phone in that bag of shit dirt and uh, just to really step it up. Either way, um, I really feel like a lot like Chevy Chase in that movie Funny Farm, which is bad because he basically gave up on his entire writing career to pursue weird vendettas with the townspeople who didn't like him. And I sort of feel like that right now. I don't want to get, I don't want to get involved in some sort of vendettas here, but I kind of do. Um, if anybody wants to fly out here and uh, help me, and maybe Jim join some sort of a weird citizen army where we protect the dirt of the uh, community garden. You're welcome. There was a little story about the garden. There was a little story about the garden. Hey, guess what, Dukes? Okay, 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 okay. So this is, uh, we're back. This is happening. It's been a little bit, but you know, that's how bits work. They get little sometimes, you know what I mean? This is a band I want to talk about right now. It's a very simple, easy to pronounce band name. The band name, band name. I just say band name, band name, band name, band name, band name, band name. The band is called Witch, W-I-T-C-H. It's an American stoner metal band whose members are from Vermont and Massachusetts. That is a good little description right there. That's the Wikipedia line. I'm just reading it straight, you know. Who am I? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sell you short on a strange, strange beat. Yeah, which is an American stoner stoner metal band whose members are from Vermont, Massachusetts. So I bought this record just kind of willy-nilly. Uh, yeah, I didn't buy it willy-nilly. I bought it new or used, actually. I think I bought this in Chicago at Reckless Records, one of the one of the greatest record stores ever. If you ever if you ever go to uh Chicago, go to Reckless Records. I think there's actually two of them there, but the one that I know and only one I've been to is in Wicker Park. God, it's fucking great. Great staff, <laughs> great staff. Super, they're all. I mean, they really are super nice people too. They're not like elitist uh, shit balls, and they have um. Great prices, probably the best prices of any record store I've ever been to. I feel like in terms of a place that is in a market that is a big market and it's cool and they have good stuff, it's great. Chicago's, Chicago is the best town to buy records and I really think, firmly believe that in my experience. So I bought this kind of willy-nilly. It's got this fucking outstanding album cover. This is Witch. This is their first album from 2006. It's called, well, it's called Self-Titled. It's on TP Records. And... uh it, I just bought it because I was like, oh, this is, I just, sometimes I just, you just get a good feeling, right? 
Because I, I, I think I've played some metal here and before. I'm not a super big metal guy, but I do when I like it. I just like can't get enough, especially this, especially the the Sabbath, the Sabbath esque stuff. And oh, buddy, baby, boy, you got this for real. This is what that is. The cool thing about this band is it is fronted by a man named Jay Maskus. You may have heard of that guy. He was in that cool band called Dinosaur Junior. That kind of, you know, was a big deal back in that era when things were of that sound. If you haven't ever heard of that band, check them out. But this is, this is very different than Dinosaur Jr., at least, at least in my mind. Jay Mask is, though, uh, famous for, as, not famous, well, maybe famous, uh, notable as a guitar player. He's playing drums on this album, which is his first instrument. You also have a bunch of other great people in this band. Kyle Thomas, Graham Kleis, Dave Sweetapple, and, uh, I think that's I think that's the band, just the four guys. They have some other people who jump in, but this fucking first album, though, my god, there's there's an album by Black Sabbath called Volume Four, which I think came out in 1974, maybe 1971. I don't remember. I don't care. Who fucking get your numbers out and figure it out. But either way, it is by far one of like my favorite pieces of music of all time. It's like got this sort of weird. Not weird, just incredibly intense blast factor that is undeniable. It's you once you know it, you you, you cannot unknow the blast factor that happens on certain songs as Cornucopia and Snowblind from Black Sabbath Volume Four. And it's something where I've listened to the album so goddamn much that just like Oh, why can't there be more like this? This is obviously more Black Sabbath and it's good. It just says something about that album that has this there's like this creamy, this this toffee cream to the way things are just blistering. It's like this blistering Germanian, is it Germanian? Whatever that fuzz is, that kind of type of you you nerds out there fucking know it. Um, all my all my boys back in Minnesota building effects pedals and freezing garages. You know what I'm talking about. So it's that. It's got that sound, and I feel like this band. Which, with this album in particular, with this particular, the first song off the first album, I know it's obvious and typical, I'm going to play the first song off the first album, Sasumi. <laughs> uh, it is just like fucking, it's got that same thing going on to it, and... um it just it just hit me. I have had this record for a while. I've been listening to it a bunch, but some reason some happened the other day. I listened to it just by myself at home, and I just blasted the fuck out of it and took a shower. <laughs> and it ah, oh, it got me. I'm gonna play it for you here now. This is uh, a song called Seer S E E R.
make me want to spit. <laughs> oh, God, dogs. Jesus, Casp. Jesus, Casp. Uh, let's see your S-E-E-R by Witch. Out their first album is the same name, Witch. Whoo, there's some fucking blisters on that neck over there. You know what I mean? Ah, ah I, I ah, that's just, shit just fucking some melt fest, isn't it? God damn. That last part there, it's just mounting. It's like the beast mounting celebration on the fortnight of the Orc Palace burn down stop. Ugh. Uh, it's like, it's like, it's, uh, it's that crazy fucking, it's just pizza, baby. It's pure fucking pizza. Jumping, hitting a skateboard jump, blasting in through a storefront window, waking up, not waking up, getting up. You got a couple cuts and you're like, What's up, dude? <laughs> uh, untouchable. Full-on blast. That shit sounds like... That guitar stuff... It's I know it's not hackney, but it's easy to say or whatever. But I also think it's not easy to say. Is it does... There is a, a summoning element of Jimi Hendrix in there. It's, everyone says that. Everyone fucking... Oh, it sounds like Hendrix, or he's trying to be like Hendrix. But I don't think they're trying to be at all like that but there's that piece of it in there it's got that unbridled just fucking psychedelic fire hose of of ugh, of the the mounting the mounting harmonies in there i hear stuff that's that's one of those songs where you hear i think the they they force you to create the harmony in your head by suggesting it so heavily but not actually playing it in a bunch of those parts of that song. Ooh, wish I understood music more to describe it perfectly. But then also, if I did and I described it, you would maybe not get it if you didn't understand it the same way I do. So uh, analogies are good for now. God, buy that whole fucking record. It's all that good. It's all just that ripping, fucking destructively pudding boys. It's just pure pudding boys riding bikes, eating pizzas in the twilight. That's what I like to do. I would like to ride bikes with a group, a good group of friends, eating some really good pizza, <laughs> riding those bikes at twilight, and just let he imagine riding your bike toward that sound, that fucking just blaze rip, knowing that you have a space on some sort of a a lawn with a very nice wool blanket and maybe a like a like a seven point five percent beer. <laughs> Uh, waiting for you after you after you scarf that pizza. Probably some water too. Some good <laughs> some good waters there, and which is just there's all these big ass fucking torches burning everywhere, and it is like there's like a battle axe demonstration zone. Someone's showing how to <laughs> how to use a battle axe. Uh, that's what I want. That's my dream. That's my musical dream is to have that. The bikes, Twilight Pizza, riding up to hearing the fucking rip blasting of a, an extended version of that song, a live 20 minute version where it's just constant mounting and remounting of the, of that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That reminds me, I think I've talked about this before, but I want to talk about it again. It reminds me of this. There was this uh, publication that was, that was put out. In Rochester, Minnesota, where I'm from, I think it was called uh, Nate Dressel's <laughs> Lithium Nights. And this guy was a, I used to do this little radio show on KRPR. It was a college, it wasn't even a college station. It was this really low end of the dial uh, FM state, FM band that had like a computer, a classic rock computer basically that played, played music all day, commercial free. 
low-grade MP3 classic rock. And the college there, which wasn't even a real college, it was, it's, I think it's, I can't remember what it's called, but it's a little, it's not even a four-year college, it's like a little shit community college. Not shit, it's actually really nice, it's great. But they had a little radio station you could do, my friend Dave Parisi had one called Public Mystery Number no. 1, which is probably the most greatest, most inspirational piece of uh, recording I've ever heard in my life. Like, if, if I hadn't heard, if I hadn't met him and we hadn't done those, he hadn't shit, let me help him out with some of those shows that he was doing. I don't know if this podcast would even happen or so many things came out of that because Dave is such a, well, that's a whole other thing. I want to have, we'll have Dave Parisi on here at some point and he'll talk about all kinds of cool stuff. But so I did that, um, that I did a little show there. I think I called it chaotic dysfunction. It was a little, I think a monthly or weekly, a little, it was basically a podcast because I re- it would be pre-recorded and it would get played on the air at some point. God, I can't believe it actually got played on the airwaves. It's weird to think that. Um, but there was also a, a guy who had a show on that same station and his name was Nate Dressel. I think it's D-R-E-S-S-E-L. I've, tr- I've tried to hunt him down a bunch. But he put out, this kid was so into metal, he would put out a little, uh, like a zine, like a little magazine type of a pamphlet, a flyer thing, only a couple pages. Maybe it was just one piece of paper, I think. Either way, he'd leave him at the radio, at the little radio recording. I say, wanted to say radio station. It wasn't a radio station. It was a little, little room in the college that had a, a DAT recorder and some mics and stuff and CD players where you would record your radio show to be broadcast later. He would leave his he would leave his uh, little newsletter there. I remember one time sitting in the parking lot of High V and we were all going to buy a bunch of fucking cans of beans and go out in the woods and grill hamburgers even though it was freezing cold and that ended up being a terrible mistake. <laughs> reading this reading this publication he put out called Lithium Nights. And I think it was right when he started calling it Lithium Nights. He changed it to something else because he felt like he was infringing on someone else's copyright or there's something else already called like, I don't know. But the fucking writing in this thing was so great. This guy used to review metal albums and he would describe everything it's sort of like this weird combination of Dungeons and Dragons and uh, any of that that type of Middle Earth thing, like saying uh, this band, this band, uh, Hell Corpse, the first track sounds like a 14th century battle axe crushing the skull of a goblin on a wintry night, <laughs> and the whole thing was written like that, and just reading it, uh, I'll never forget just how fucking awesome that was to read something like that that kind of language is is uh becoming i think more rarefied or you don't hear it as much as that type of that's like a that's like a real kind of nerddom that i think is just the best and that that reminds me that brings me back to that band which i feel like that's that same sort of thing i would love to hear what nate dressel how he would describe um <laughs> describe that band i hope you would like him which seer Fucking buy it. It's on, uh, <laughs> just like, that's the worst way to end a story. Just sort of like, uh, either way, please buy that album. You should buy it. It's great. It's going to sound so much better when you buy it, not listen to it. Because you realize that when you're hearing this podcast right now, it's been, the, the bandwidth has been winnowed down significantly to the point where you're really not hearing a lot of stuff. So maybe my excitement about that song is like, why is he getting excited? I didn't hear that shit. Yeah, because you didn't hear any of that shit because you literally did not hear it because it wasn't there. So if you like it even a little bit, go to the Feral Audio page on the Twisting the Wind episode page for this. We have this beautiful little Amazon widget where you can buy that MP3, buy the whole fucking album. It's 
Amazon's MP3s are great. I know everyone uses iTunes. I use iTunes a lot too. But if you buy MP3s from Amazon, one, we're, we're, you're buying it through our portal. So it's, it's helping this show and helping Feral Audio. And also they will get, it's smart enough now to where it automatically goes into your iTunes library. So it's like buying it from iTunes. You're just not buying it from iTunes. And it's better. It's just as high quality. There's no reason not to. So fucking do it. Buy the album. Actually, even better, if you're an Amazon Prime person, which you probably are, you can listen to this album for free. It's, I don't know how this works exactly, but there's a bunch of albums that are free for Amazon Prime members, so you can listen to it for free streaming, but I, I bought it and downloaded it because I want to I wanna have it. I want to have that fucking digital piece in my computer because <laughs> I have the record too, but you know, I'm just, I'm just that good. I'm just such a good guy. I'm such a good person. <gasps> Um, so good. <sighs> Do you think okay. maybe, uh, you want to move on now and, uh, talk about maybe some different music or, uh, you could wrap it up or I, I would say probably play one more band, maybe something a little different, a little different style, but, uh, yeah, you probably should just keep going. Stop talking about the whole Amazon thing. People know if they, if they like the show and they're down with it, they know that they should buy stuff on Amazon to support Feral Audio specifically to support twisting the wind so yeah dude get on it get back into it and drop me down in a backstreet alley where i can pick up some sweet copper wire okay i guess i'll just do that i'll just uh drop you down in an alleyway where you can pick up some copper wire no problem donnie uh okay this next song i play song and quotes did you hear those quotes they were there Oh, they were there. They were definitely there. This next song, this next track, this next musical piece is something pretty special, okay? This is something that was done by a listener, and this is based upon the podcast I did with Greg Barris, which is, uh, Greg Barris is a person of, of super awesome, great repute. Repute. Does people, people say repute? I, I don't know. It's always of repute, right? Well, uh, this, this, uh, I don't know how to pronounce this name because I believe this is, uh, oh, how do you say it? It could be like Quiquilo. It's a, it's a really cool mech, uh, really cool Spanish word that starts with an X, which means I guess it's sort of, uh, has Aztec roots. I sound like such a fucking white person right now because I'm trying to be, uh, what do you, what's the word? Tactile? Not tactile. I'm trying to be, um, you know, I'm trying to be like that thing that white people do where they just try to be, oh, it's a, it's a thing where they, they, they play the music and it's louder than normally, whatever. This is a, a cool person who, uh, sent me this on Twitter and sent Greg and I this on Twitter. It's a little remix of some stuff that Greg and I did, talked about, and also some sounds we made on that particular episode of Twisting the Wind, which is an exceptional episode of Twisting the Wind that you should check out. Greg Barris is a phenomenally interesting person and we had a really great conversation. It really is a, that goes in the, in the, in the vault, in the bank vault, the digital audio vault bank of episodes as far as really cool ones that are great. So I suggest listening to that if you haven't listened to it yet. Also, I suggest rating and reviewing and subscribing to the motherfucking podcast if you haven't yet. You Scantron hump fucker. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, here it is. This is, it's a least really short little piece of sound. Uh, it's, it's really pretty and beautiful and I love that he made this. Um, I'll give, I'll give you the details of this person's SoundCloud after I air this lovely 
sound portraiture. Just find yourself in an easy chair right now, really. Get ready to just be overwhelmed with the beautiful tones that are about to amass all over you. Here we go and go. doing is like okay it's putting you into this brainwave state for 30 minutes 45 minutes and then it's putting you in this one and cycling you through a couple and it's just like you know oh yeah oh yeah fucking pretty huh Jesus Christ, I wish that was an hour long. I really do. Wouldn't mind of an hour long of something like that. Uh, it's in your body. It's in your mind. It's in your mouth. You can create it. You can do it. We can all be here. What a great spot to be. Let's all wear skirts as men and women and just for the hell of it. That song, that little piece of vibe house was created by Ilt Capix, I-L-T-C-A-P-I-X, dash one. At, that's the SoundCloud address. I'll put it on the website. So you can find it. You can go to Twist. You can go to SoundCloud, which is a great website. If you didn't know about SoundCloud, if you didn't know, if you didn't already know about SoundCloud, it's a, it's a stunningly fun little website to enjoy sounds on. I have a SoundCloud. It's just my nipples. If you search just my nipples, I think I've given this out to a lot of people, but I I, I rarely make it public. I'm not hiding anything. It's more of just a thing where that's uh, no one. If someone asks, I'll tell them. But if you go to SoundCloud dot com slash just my nipples you can listen to all of my awesome <laughs> i was i said that because it's like i really think they're they are awesome i'm not kidding i don't put any mixes up there i don't like except for maybe a couple of them but for the most part they're all outstanding great mixes that i'm really proud of and you can listen to them if you want to they're they're fun there's some reggae and one of some of them there's some all soul 45s or some they're just there's just a whole bunch nothing there's something special something special i'm not like a real special dj but there's some good stuff you're gonna like soundcloud.com slash just my nipples check it out check out the website soundcloud it's gonna be great thank you for listening to to twit thank you Thanks for listening to Thanks for listening to Twist, 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 Twisting the Wind. Sorry.
Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.